You ready All to right. do this thing? Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do. Let's do it. Let's. I think it's you. Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. We are just so excited to be back with you this week and bringing a new episode. You guys don't even know how excited we are. You should see our excited faces. <laughs> it's not hard at all <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> No, not at all. This is the easiest thing ever. (laughs) Shit. This is a bad way to start our episode. I know. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, yes. So, um... We are a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels, and we've got a good one for you guys today, so quick life update because we keep promising it nothing has changed i cannot get back into my groove guys the end that's the end (laughs) that's the end of everything did you guys know that ice cream's really wonderful yes it's like the most wonderful like i mean come on (laughs) i didn't have ice cream for like six months and now i'm like what the fuck was that about (laughs) all right you know i did have ice cream but it was keto ice cream and it actually wasn't bad I had none yeah. of any kind. And now I'm eating ice cream and I'm like, you know, fuck all of it. Fuck it I'd all, rather dude. eat ice cream. Hey, if Emma's going to go to a store, tell her to get some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> we are also planning dinner for tonight, guys. Oh, well, I do have peach pie. Some With vanilla ice cream. Vanilla bean would ice be cream. Super good. Oh, yeah. Vanilla bean. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned yes. for more recipes. Peach pie and uh, vanilla bean ice cream. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, guys. We had to get distracted by ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. You brought up ice cream. Now that's all we want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, no. you know, yeah. that's summer's hard to do this stuff. In. It all works so much easier like in the winter when you're literally got nothing else to focus your energy on. Nothing so you're like, I might as well. do. Like, really be strict, you know, like, eat healthy, work out, put all my energy into myself and all of this shit. And then the summer derails you when it's like, you know, other things are more fun than all of that. Totally. (laughs) Everything is more fun than all of that. That's exactly how that happened. Literally everything else is better. (laughs) Summer happened and then we were just like, fuck it. I mean, it's been months since we got back on any type of regimen. So Mm -hmm. I think you're totally right. So. Mm -hmm. Let, let that fall day start. When does fall start? Has fall started already or is that next month? Next week. Next week. Oh, in our world. The 20th something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In, in our timeline, not in the podcast timeline. No, it'll be uh, winter for you guys probably. <laughs> yeah. During yeah. this time. It's a solid December when this episode's yeah. coming out. It is. Oh, no. It's still November. It's still November. Oh, okay. You guys right. got this. Right. Don't worry about it, all right? Um... <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, that's that's all good. Any anything else you want to no, share? No, no. I ain't got nothing no. either. Okay, <laughs> nothing new. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us either or uh, no. us. I don't know who <laughs> us is. Just me. Well, just you. Just me. Nothing. Um. No. Okay. So let's do a quickie real quick, and we'll get back. We'll get into this book. Yeah. All right. Have you ever seen Captain Marvel? The movie? Yeah. 
With Brianna Larson? Brie, yes. Brie Larson? Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw the movie. Did this book not remind you of Brie Larson's Captain Marvel movie? <laughs> it did not. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about was, Brie is Captain Marvel. And I mean, like, Brianna in this book, not Brie Larson. I mean, uh-huh, she uh-huh. is Captain Marvel. Yes. But there were so many, like, connecting things that I just kept bringing up in my head. It's not, you guys. It's their different stories. It's not. It's not. I only could think of her Viking wolf. And I was like, am I reading Uh the same book again? (laughs) (laughs) All but the memory stuff. Yeah, no, I know, but the orphan. A lot of the rest, I was like the yes. orphan taken in by a second clan, like mm-hmm. you know the alpha who's courting her, but she's not really that interested in. Like, and, and there's like I the was other like, alpha, is and this a different book than I. <laughs> <laughs> Did we already do this one? How did I fuck this up? <laughs> <sighs> but no, it's yeah. not. It is a different book. No, it's, it's very similar. It's, it is similar, but it's different. And it's nothing like Captain Marvel. But It is also not like just, Captain Marvel. That but. is just all I could think about when I was... Well, um, I think for me it's a little bit different because I actually work with a person named Brie. Oh. And Brianna. Oh, okay. So I was a little bit... Like, I just didn't go to the Captain Marvel thing. <laughs> the story was what I was I the story was what was. I was connecting, and then I was like, oh, and her name is Brie also. So I, ah. then I just then I just thought I was cool because I made that connection, but it it's not, guys. It's not cool. But anyway, that was just super lame quickie, and that's all I have for you today. Thanks for joining us. You. <laughs> <laughs> so we read Howl for Me by Ariel Marie, narrated by Sarah Puckett and Hollis Williams. Yep. And uh, Kalina will give us a quick clips notes, and then we'll get on to discussion. Yeah, so we meet Brie, Brianna Wolf. She has been living for five years with this wolf clan out in California, but she has no memory of her life before. She was walking down the road all bloody and disheveled, and they took her in, found out pretty quickly, you know, realized that she was a shifter, so obviously did all the things you need to do to protect supernatural identities. <laughs> um, she only saw shifter doctors and stuff. She was kind of, I mean, she's an adult, a young adult woman, you know, like in her 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. We don't have a specific age, but was kind of pseudo adopted by a couple of the wolf members from this clan, older uh, couple who just never had kids. So when she's sitting in a hospital wing without any memory, they kind of show up and help her pick a name and then they take her to town and help her get her on her feet, get a job and a house and stuff like that and yeah basically are her adopted parents for five years but something in her in her soul her her wolf essentially keeps telling her that there's people looking for her there's somebody out there there's maybe even a man who she's supposed to be getting back to and she needs to leave she needs to go find her family and what where she's really from meanwhile the alpha of this pack drevin Yes. I think, think that's his name. Draven mm-hmm. is interested in mating with her. He he has never found his true mate. So he's just, in, you know, he's time. He needs to secure a mate and a line of secession for his alpha pactum. And he thinks she'd be pretty cool at that because she's a strong wolf and he, she has no ties. So why not just mate that? Mm-hmm. You know, mate the mate the sexy lady who lives in town who has no idea who she is, right? <laughs> well, she's not so cool with that. She really, she's, She's like, nah, I think there's somebody for me. I I think I need to go. So she runs off, kind of with his permission, kind of without. 
to investigate whether she can find her family. Uh-huh. And things aren't going great, but you know, one night she's running through the woods the day before the full moon and she's howling. She's kind of sad because she just feels this dreaded, like this intense pain of loss, even though she doesn't have any of her memories. And at that same time in Michigan, Gavin, who is the alpha of a pack out there, whose names I've forgotten. Golden Moon, maybe? <laughs> Golden. I, th- I was either Blood Moon or Golden Moon. Something Moon. And they, <laughs> he, his parents are throwing a party for him to try to meet a wolf for, for a mate. Because his mate, he, was, he did have a faded mate, but she died five years ago in a plane crash. Uh-huh. Even though his wolf keeps telling him she's not dead. He thinks... Well, he doesn't think she is, but everyone else is like, you got to move on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, you got to, for the best of the pack, you have to mate, you have to have heirs. So he's at this party trying to like talk to chicks that he doesn't really want to talk to. And all of a sudden he hears this howl, this wolf howl, and he knows it. He, mm-hmm. he instantaneously knows who that is, that it is Damara. And he strips down and runs off as a wolf and they run through the, you know, woods, him and some of his enforcers. And all of a sudden there she is. She's she's there in person. They shift back and he can tell that she doesn't know who he is. Yeah. He knows her. He recognizes her instantly. And he's like, Damara, oh, my God, what's going on? And she's like, do I don't you know, know who you. I am? <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't know me. I, I don't know I you. don't know anything. So... She comes back with him. They find her parents show up. Everybody's so happy to have her. They're just like thrilled that she's back after five years of being gone. She's like, I mean, this feels familiar and I feel safe with you, but I don't know who you are. So for a while, she's still going by Brie because that's the name she picked out after her head trauma. Brianna. Turns out she was in a plane crash uh, with three of her best friends. They were on their way to Hawaii for a girl's trip and they all died. And she walked off with no memory. Yep. So it's really tragic and upsetting. But she and uh, Gavin start to get to know each other again. She can feel their connection and feel how intense their relationship must have been. But she still doesn't have any memories of it. She she spends the night with her parents. And in the morning, she hears music that starts to trigger some memories. She remembers waking up to music on Saturdays and dancing with her father in the living room. And all these things start to come back to her. She and Gavin go out on a date. He takes her to the place where they first dated and where they first had sex. And naturally, they have sex again. (laughs) She's like, oh, this seems familiar. Let's do this. She hasn't really been interested in anyone for the past five years. Not even this Drevin guy that's trying to trying to mm-hmm. meet her. And so yep. she's she knows that there's something here and that Gavin's the one. She just doesn't have the memories yet to go with those feelings. Her her wolf knows, but she doesn't. And then, of course, because we have to have something happen, right? <laughs> Draven basically shows up and is like, you promised that if you weren't mated, you'd come home and mate me. And since you're not mated, you have to come back with me. And yep. she's like, no, I'm not mated, but I was about to be mated. So I'm going to stay here because this is he's my fated one. Mm-hmm. He's the one who I'm supposed to be with. And so, Nat, you know, of course, this he's other alpha happy. isn't super cool about it. And he does <laughs> kidnap her. <laughs> And runs away and he's planning on force mating her, which is another word for rape. Uh-huh. Um, which, yep, yep. yeah, that's his plan. So not cool, guys. Um, naturally, Gavin finds them, fights the alpha, win, kills Draven, wins the day, takes 
Brianna or uh, Damara home and they finally have their mating. They, you know, announce that they are true mates and mate for life. And now she, at the end, she's pregnant and they're all happy. happy and she, she regains her memory back because she does. That's Drevin true. throws her against a rock or something and then it puts her head back together and then her memories come back. So she just needed two head injuries to get her. Two, memory. yes. Two. The, the first one to remove it and the second one to, <laughs> to, re- get to restore it. That's the best way to get memories back. You just smack yourself on the head again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it all popped back in place. It was like a dislocated shoulder. Just, <laughs> just bam. Oh, bam. Yeah, now I know. Let's just get back, back into but it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really short, it's like four hours. It's not a long book. Yeah. Uh, which is really nice. And it's, like we were saying, it's really one of the most perfect ways to tell a quick story. It was like, it has a beginning, middle, yes. and end. There's a beautiful arc. There's character development in it. It's all very, but it's not, a, you know, long. It's, it's not like. It's not long and drawn out. It was executed perfectly, concisely. Yes. With just, I mean, with the perfect amount of information to know the characters, to know the story, mm-hmm. and then to conclude it all. It was brilliantly put together, I thought. It was very good. Yeah. It had delightful sex scenes. Oh, just delicious. quite a few of them and quite intensely yes. long ones, which were very fun. They were. Yeah. I think the only squabble I have is with the ending. Uh, just, I had an alternative. Yeah. <laughs> I like your alternative ending. I think it was a good I, one. Obviously, we knew to a degree something, this was going to happen, right? Yeah. But I thought it would have been nice if, so Drevin's whole thing with wanting to date Bree as he knew her was he just hadn't, like he'd, he'd met all of the wolves in his clan and all the surrounding neighboring clans and none of them were his fated mate. So he just didn't think, I mean, he's getting up in age and he just didn't think it was, he had time to wait to find a faded mate, right? So he was just gonna, she was acceptable, she'd be strong and she'd give him good wolf pups. So cool, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been neat if he shows up to the Michigan clan, the uh, Golden Moon or whatever. Yeah, to, to Gavin's, it is. Gavin's pack. To Gavin's pack. He's there to reclaim Brianna. He's going to fight for her. But all of a sudden, in walks, I don't know, some other wolf lady. Ooh, who's Vanessa. Like, Vanessa oh, the wolf. Vanessa's my mate. Vanessa. And like their eyes lock and, and their like, oh. hearts beat and like the sun shines. spark. Yeah. And fireworks and angels sing. And everything. And then he's like, cool, never mind. Mm. And she sees <laughs> and he it finds too. his faded mate. Yeah. yeah. And then they and then go off on a rendezvous and like. They well, become really yeah. close family friends. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then, they, you know, they'll like, you know, vacation together in the Rocky Mountains, yeah. like in, right in the middle. Right in the middle. And California, she, Michigan. Yeah. Bam. You know, <laughs> it's, it just seems. <laughs> it just seems like it would have been a little bit more of a. Oh, God, maybe we're getting soft. We are. We are. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't need there to be blood no. and death. I mean, because I mean, he's dead now. He died. Drevin's dead. Gavin ripped that fucker apart. And his friends are dead because he brought two wolves with him, mm-hmm. two of his enforcers to help with his plan of stealing Brianna and taking her home. And they went along with it, even knowing what he was going to do to her, which that they aren't... The forced you know, mating. I mean, obviously. Yeah. You know. They, they, they suck. But now they got killed, too. They did. <laughs> so I'm like, three people just got killed for a dumb reason. <laughs> How hard is it, though? Because even, even Brianna went through some of that, where Drevin came back and her wolf submitted to him, even though she wasn't part of that pack, you know? So I think that's... And obviously that's written into the story how yes I, 
how much can people it seems like alpha power is pretty powerful yeah like it has strong. a like a pretty strong and long range in its ability to cow <laughs> other wolves to doing what you want because you're the alpha yes right uh-huh. i thought it was i think the key piece that i i would have also could have changed things but i get it is on the, when she was on the phone with him and telling him that she'd found her family, she could have lied and said she found her mate. Like, yeah, that she was mated. They just hadn't finished the process. Like, uh-huh, yeah, she could have done she that. she did. Too. I just, I don't know. I found I my I feel people. like lying is okay sometimes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's going to save you from an angry alpha wolf coming to get you and kidnapping you. But hey, we're throwing a party and there's a lot of single ladies here, you know? Single ladies. Just, uh, maybe come and met. I hear this girl Vanessa is pretty cool. Yeah, this Vanessa wolf lady. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's gonna fucking happen. It's in, maybe not, obviously not in this book, but it's gonna happen. We're gonna make it We're happen. gonna make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. I do love the full execution of, of how this was written from beginning to end. It was very... It, very easy and very nice to get through but i do i do agree that the ending probably could have been less but you know what this is less aggressive but this is wolves for it's us. wolves for us yeah this we, is wolves there's this always is... a little too much wolfiness in wolves yeah. and that's why we're not they're not our favorites you no know, to be fair we keep giving them shots though we do uh, <laughs> we're not giving up on them we're gonna fucking find it it's just every time we read a wolf book i literally envision a little like wolf patronus in every single fucking shifter you know like because well, they they all talk about their wolves as if they are it's a secondary inter- creatures yeah. that live with inside of one body and they think and they're like on their man own. my wolf wants to do this thing and i don't want to do that and i'm yeah. like are you not all one person right like like our dragons are just like they're dragons but they're also they don't talk to their inner dragon they are no. just they're themselves and they are have they happen to shift into dragons and, i mean and they rely on their dragon instincts to do things or yeah. whatever but they don't externalize them as if they have a secondary set of powers and wills and and desires you know what it is here it is i figured it out okay wolves are a real creature (laughs) yes they are and we like that extra extension of fantasy right vampires and dragons and phoenix unicorn those aren't real they're not real so wolves are real so we not only do we read paranormal <laughs> but we want our paranormal to be so fucking paranormal that it's extra. not even based in reality. <laughs> extra paranormal. Now this is not so. true because we also like the badgers and we like the panda. We like, you know, we like those ones as well. And those are real animals. But the wolves They are real animals, but I feel like in those situations and like in the bears and stuff, mm-hmm. they're given small little bear attributes, but they're not like all bear. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like but wo- with wolves there does seem to be a line that gets crossed where they stop being human and they're like this is my wolf instinct and i must follow it and i'm like you're a fucking human you have higher order instincts that trump wolves come on buddy don't I mean, be an asshole you're the vessel you get to control that right and i also feel like at least in damara's situation and Bree's situation here her wolf was egging her on to go find her fated mate or the person that the clan that she was meant to be with right yes Yes. Her wolf didn't get a head in or in a head injury. She did. So her wolf should have been like, No, bitch, this is where we belong. We belong in the Golden Triangle clan. <laughs> I apologize, I don't remember their name. But you know, like that's where we you know what I mean? Like her wolf Golden has a, 
Her wolf has a conscience of its own, egging her on to go find, you know, where she belongs and stuff. I feel like the wolf should have been like, your name is Damara. Right? If, okay, so uh, if, if on the one hand, they cannot control the creature that lives within them that shifts into a wolf. Yes. Sometimes, and it takes over and it makes decisions and it does all this, then why can't the wolf also, yes, have gotten her out of that situation before five years ago? Yes. Or before five years had passed. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe within six months when she's, like, stable and stuff and isn't probably all banged up and broken from the... She was in a plane crash. She'd be pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah. Even as a shifter, she'd be pretty fucked up. So once she's healthy, that wolf should have been pushing her to leave right then why didn't she leave that was another thing too by the way what were they all wolves all the, the all friends? the girls yes stuff? so i feel like maybe they all should have tried to shift towards the end there because they're more resilient like inside the plane yeah like they're more resilient as shifters right as wolves i feel like i mean maybe they would have died anyway but or i don't know that <laughs> <laughs> That's just being a little bit more nitpicky, I think. But I was just like, I, I think, think that might be. I don't I know. Think that might be too much. It's still a fucking plane crash. Well, sure, <laughs> but you know, you're you're trained to think. I don't know. Maybe they don't battle and stuff like that. Like they don't have to fight for anything. But I don't know. To me, it would have been like a a natural instinct to try to find a solution. And I think maybe shifting would have helped a little bit with that. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe if that they, is what if Damara they, did, and that's why she survived. Maybe we don't know. Yeah, you know, like if they were dragons, they would have shifted into dragons and flown well, away. Well, they would have flown away. They yeah. also wouldn't be on a plane. I mean. <laughs> true you know but like <laughs> fucking dragons i don't know i feel like if what's her name max from badger was on there she'd have shifted well, and she'd have fucking survived she would have she would have saved the plane somehow like she would have flown also it that with her badger she would have she's she's crazy and intense max and is fucking badass but anyway <laughs> solved all of the problems being a badger somehow now we haven't hated all the wolves that we had i don't think we've no, liked very many of it i think we don't the like one them. wolf I think my favorite wolf so far is Patricia Eddy's wolf. Of course. Cade. Cade. Cade was the best mm-hmm. wolf we've read. Yeah. I fucking love Cade. And he was really, I mean, he turned into like an actual wolf and became like, he forgot he was human wolf. <laughs> yes. He was basically a pet wolf for a while. You know, so so we don't want to hate them all. A- we didn't hate this one. No, we I just, didn't hate this one at all. This one was one of the better wolves we've read. It was. I also, especially because Gavin was not being super alpha-y crazy. Like even once they started fucking again his wolf is like you have to mate her now yeah like, he this, did we didn't mate her last and we lost her fuck you mate her yeah. like bite her bite her and mark her and he kept saying no she doesn't know who she is yet yeah. she doesn't have her memory i'm not gonna fucking mark her without her memory like he yeah was very he seemed really like honorable and and just a good guy and he didn't go fucking around while she was gone for five years he didn't like he's like well i guess my fiance is dead i guess i'll go Go get my dick wet. Right. Um. <laughs> no, he really, he held on to those values. This is just like, you know, you don't sleep or try to have sex with an inebriated person. They don't yeah. know themselves. <laughs> they no. don't know what's happening. And yeah, you're right. He was pretty honorable in that. In that well, way. And, and even even in with the sex, like he kept just, he'd give her like a gentle kiss and then move away from her. Like he wasn't pushing anything on oh, her. Oh no, it was all her. And she jumped him and was like, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Ooh, how fucking sexy was that first scene in the fucking so fucking sexy oh my god oh my god you guys that was a good fucking fuck that's good fucking fuck it was good fuck oh we got good sex in this book definitely 
definitely good sex. I was confused at first. I thought maybe they had never had sex. But then, obviously, you keep listening to the book and you're like, oh, yeah, they've totally boned. They've just never been mated. They haven't marked each other. They didn't do the full ceremony with yeah. the marking and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which matters in wolf pack clans. Yeah. So uh, he took her for a drive literally down memory lane to the place. <laughs> so exactly <laughs> down memory yeah. lane. To the place where they first hooked up and she just couldn't resist it. She felt, she feels it. She feels it's right. Her wolf is like, this is it. This is where we belong. This is your fated mate. And she's like, cool. He's super hot. Also, I really like him. And I do, you know, she feels it too. And so they're talking in this field or a meadow or something that's in the middle of a bunch of trees. And fucking, I would say this is probably the most perfect description of a penis we've gotten. Oh, it's the best penis. Best penis. Best <laughs> fucking penis description. The best penis. Oh my god! It was I. I re- rewound it. I was like, holy shit! Oh, it's so so good. so good. It was beautifully descriptive. Oh, I love this penis. Oh, it was such a good penis. <laughs> she described it so. It was so fucking hot. You guys, you gotta listen she, to this. Part. I do have to say just. Because it's, I think it's important. Like, if you have any words that you don't love, especially oh. like flaps and folds, is that you're not favorite words being used for female anatomy? She overuses those a bit. I mean, she does. I hate those words as descriptors of my own lady parts. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't flaps, flaps and folds. Fuck you and your and flaps it. folds. Those don't sound nice. She does. It's not sexy sounding. Uh, she did use them. She did. Use I don't those. love that. But other things. <laughs> is that all aside? Everything else was really, really. Good. Yeah. No. I, I mean, her. Just the way that she was talking about, like his big, long, smooth mushroom tip. I love that term. Oh, it's just perfectly what's described, that, and she's like running term. her finger up and down, Ooh, and I'm just like, oh, oh the veins, and just like the. Uh, he's just got like they're after they fuck for the first time. They're just laying there naked, and it just like pops up at attention and she's talking about playing with it while they're talking that's that whole description because it's so real right or after having a fuck session and then after a couple of minutes when if he's able to do it gets another boner and then all of a sudden it's there like okay i'm gonna play with that now while after we've already done it oh it's so good penis penis (laughs) penis And they go down on each other at different points of the book, which is real nice. And she's on top, but he's behind her. Just, oh, everything. You guys get everything. It's good. It's really good. Um, <laughs> so, it's so good. <laughs> the, oh, oh, the other, no, uh, there's one other thing she always says that I don't like either, which is he spills his seed. Oh, she did that every single Every session. time in, in her womb. And I'm just like, yeah. ah, I don't yeah. like your seed in Sp- my womb. Go away. <laughs> Take your seat and go. <laughs> it sounds itchy to me. I think because I'm just like, well, because seeds are itchy, right? Well, I mean, they're, they're not itchy, but if you were to pour seeds inside of a vagina, it would not be ideal. Oh, you're That's not hilarious. what I would want, right? So I, whenever I hear that or I read it on the page, I'm always like, eh. <laughs> Whenever I love that description. Whenever I hear seed, I automatically think pregnancy. Automatically. Of course. There's a there was no way this bitch wasn't going to be pregnant no. by the end of this book. I was like, well, she's pregnant already. There's like seeds all over the place. There's just fucking seeds <laughs> taking root everywhere you look. It's just spreading his seed all over just inside her. Leave your keep your seed to yourself, sir. <laughs> 
I don't love that, but I do. Uh, like, everything else is really good. And then all of a sudden, they're like, and then his seed. And I'm like, ew. That was the end of each one. She did express ew. that. She did put that expression at the end of each session. Every sex scene mm-hmm. had ended with his seeds <laughs> blooging everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, did you catch the phrase balls deep in the book? Yes, I did. And I was like, <laughs> have, have we explained the hilarity behind balls deep to oh, us and why you. it's such a perfect phrase? No, we have not. I don't think we've told the story on on podcast. We have to tell it because it's the best. And I don't think I've I don't think another book has said balls deep before. No, I don't it think so. It said a either. lot of things, but not no. the exact phrase balls deep. Oh my god, one of the most embarrassing moments of my fucking life, you guys. Okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming every normal person knows what balls deep means. Uh I did not for the longest time, so what I would do is go around saying it to every fucking person I knew. I said it to so my there boss. There I was. Oh no, balls so there deep. I was. Balls deep, right? Just like in the middle of like a fucking meeting or in the middle of a conversation <laughs> with random people, and I, <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> I never. I never. I was innocently <laughs> saying all this shit, and I never caught on and no one ever told me that's the thing (laughs) if you hear somebody talking out of turn you fucking correct them i'm telling you right now instead of letting them go on for years but um anyway it dawned on me after seven years of using this term with random people um (laughs) what balls deep meant so we were in a restaurant i was with i think peter chris and dan and they said balls deep at one point, and then maybe an hour later, in the middle of a different conversation, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. it fucking clicks, you guys. It clicks what balls deep meant. And I wanted to bury my head in a toilet and just continuously fresh forever. I could not believe how embarrassed I was. And then they laughed at me because obviously if it was laughable. Well. It was deserved. It was well deserved. <laughs> Because Dan assumed you knew what it meant, right? They all did. figured you liked saying it. Yes. And he thought, you know, like, ooh, she's real brave. She's real, whatever. It's say less. She's real cool. I I speak with feet in my mouth all the time. That's not, that's very normal. And so I, (laughs) but then I said, I was like, they're like, what I said, I just realized what balls deep meant. And it probably took them about three seconds to realize that I never realized what it meant. And then they all started laughing at me. I was a mortified so now i don't obviously i don't say it anymore and i definitely don't say it to my bosses um or in the middle in the middle of a meeting shit i can't i don't know why that never clicked but it didn't (laughs) that's the best thing ever it's it's not recommended it's just so funny (laughs) please do your research on different pop culture terms that you uh get acquainted with you hear a phrase that you don't know You put that into Google and you figure it out. You Urban Dictionary, that bitch. And you say, oh. Before you start using it. That's what balls deep means. Yeah. You didn't save the world. No, no. You're going around saying you're fucking balls deep to your boss. So there I was. Balls deep. My God. And just like, I'm thinking, I'm sweating right now because when it's hot, but also I'm super embarrassed. And actually, that's not true. I'm not embarrassed. But still, it's like uh, uh, thinking back. Thinking back at all the times that I used it, I had the geekiest, dorkiest fucking boss when I when I was at this particular job, and he was like the nicest guy, and I said it to him all the time, <laughs> and he, no one ever said anything. <laughs> 
I never what could they what they'd have to be like do you know Say what that. you're saying I expected someone to tell me because I said it in meetings in front of yeah, other you people have, that should have been stopped it's not appropriate no. in a work setting I would have had to have been like um <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> time for you to say that, say that there's phrase. never an appropriate time to say that <laughs> maybe in the privacy of your own home in a book that's listening in your head that's it in your head yeah. but that's when you say <laughs> oh that's a chapter of my life that i have to uh reminisce every once in a while oh i'm so glad we got a time to tell it on this podcast oh i forgot all about that i will never (laughs) (laughs) i give these weird epiphanies every once in a while where i understand something it takes years years you know i've seen some of them like occasionally i'll be around yes when i finally get out like what a kitchen utensil is yes (laughs) or you're like whoa you do you 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 have experienced that i got one i had one yesterday when we were in the line of uh carl's jr because dan dan was talking about something he was just saying something like how he comes home and he kicks off his shoes and he relaxes and then atlas goes yeah and then you take a deuce (laughs) (laughs) and we're like okay and then they asked what deuce meant and we're like well it means like two it means like or it can mean double or it can mean you know something like that and then uh <laughs> and then Cass goes, yeah. So like number two, when you go poop, it's the number two, and it's like taking a deuce. And I was like, oh my god, even my fucking seven year old knew. I didn't know. <laughs> I never fucking put it together ever, not once in my life. Oh, you didn't know that? No, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what deuce meant. Deuce, deuces. <laughs> you guys, I just don't ever think. I- I'm just like, cool. It is what it is. It's what I've been told. It's what it is. I'm going to use it. I'm not even going to try to understand what it means. My seven-year-old explained it to me. That is... That's bad. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, that's our new segment of uh, embarrassing (laughs) moments of Say Let's Life. (laughs) It's time. We need some every Uh, once in a while. It's all good. I don't even... It's all good. (laughs) Keeps me human. But anyway... Uh, but yes, I did catch it, and I was very proud. I understood what it meant. So um, he was balls deep in her many times. He was. He was mm-hmm. very, very, very nice. But uh, the sex guys is amazing in this book. It's real good. Super good. Well, I think part of what I really liked about this book that we don't really ever get is it was a second chance romance. Yes. Because we, we do like don't that. have a lot of mm-hmm. stories where, for some reason, a couple parts ways and then years later get back together for something, you know? Yeah. So many of ours are fated mate situations and there's just very few times where that doesn't end up with them just being mated forever. Right. <laughs> you know, it's rare. And so for this to be a book about finding the same love again was unique for us. It's just a very different story. Yeah. And so that was fun because like, you have Gavin on the one hand who totally remembers everything and is like this is the love of my life she's come back to me after being dead for five years Mm -hmm. and then you have like damara who's just like what yeah (laughs) (laughs) do i know you yeah no i i like it too because i love that aspect where they have to sort of 
start over. So she's going through all these family photos and stuff with her parents, and she is getting her mem like certain snippets of her memory back slowly. Yeah, every once in a while, but everybody is trying to reintroduce themselves to her, so they know her, and they they're trying to. They're like, yeah, that's the tomorrow we remembered, or that's it. Because she would even come back with some memories. She's like, why do you always have to be an asshole or something? And then he's like, hey, you remembered I'm an asshole. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like one of her friends, one of his friends or something. And yeah. um, I love that aspect of them trying to, like, it's almost like falling in love all over again. It is. But you know that it's right. And you have that feeling that it's it's the true one. It's what it's what her wolf was trying to get her to go to in the beginning. So I do enjoy that aspect or that, uh, that uh, what is it? Would that be like a, a trope, I guess? I think it's a trope. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a second chance trope. Yeah, second chance second chance mm-hmm. true so yeah this was a short book guys we enjoyed it we liked it we loved mm-hmm. it the sex was great should we do our kiss and tell we should we should do it we should do that so uh in one of the sex scenes they are in the house the alpha's house that they were meant to share together that she had been in a lot before in her previous earlier life but it was her first time now as a you know coming as back Brianna, quote unquote. <laughs> as, well yeah as quote unquote uh, she, pre. yeah she takes on tamara real quickly as soon as she very gets back. quickly she realizes people should tomorrow. call her 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 original name tamara mm-hmm. so he's carrying her upstairs and he's gonna put her to bed and he kind of like questions whether she's gonna stay with him or if, if she wants to be in a separate room a, you know a guest suite or something and she's just like is this the room we would have been in and he's like yeah so she go- they go in there and he puts her on the bed and he turns the light on and specifically because he's like i want to see everything i want to see her and all her glory and all this and so our kiss and tell today is about do you fuck with the lights on <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give everybody one guess <laughs> For me. Everybody lock in your answers. You are correct. Lights off for me. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Go get yourself a piece of pie. I do want the lights off. I want it quiet. I mean, we could play music, but I don't need you to talk to me. Just don't talk to me. And um, I would, yeah, I would prefer no lights in the dark, you know? Candles? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll take some, you know, trickery of the light candles and, and things. And it's not that, it's not that I don't want to, like, see Dan. I know what he looks like. I know what it looks like when we fuck. He knows what I look like. I mean, like, do you close your eyes during it? I do sometimes, unless I have to see where I'm going or where I'm putting things. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think there's a an element of intimacy when it's a little bit more dim. Mm-hmm. I, I just prefer it. I prefer it that way. I also don't like light. I don't like hot sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dark person, I suppose. But yeah. Lights off for me. Cool. Lights off. I'm a little bit less strict about it. Like, I don't really care. Oh, um, okay. I don't know that I'd go out of my way to put the lights, all the lights on or anything, but I like morning <laughs> sex, you know, I oh, like yeah. morning sex a lot. You do. And it's usually lighter in the morning, you know? Yeah. And so, and I don't mind that. I, but I don't, I, I guess I like natural light. Like, it, okay. it's different if it's light streaming in through windows or something, or even through like, you know, sh- shutters or gauzy drapes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind it. it. It's fine. I like day and I like morning and day sex, so I'm okay with sex in the mm. light because that's kind of what you get when you fuck around those times. <laughs> that that is exactly what happens. I just when it's dark, dark, I am asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. like I just go to bed. Like I go to sleep, so I'm sleepier. 
So like at I'll I'll be up for it, but I won't be paying as close attention and I might be falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not unusual. <laughs> no, some I think some of my favorite is when I'm in like a, a deep sleep and then all of a sudden Dan's touching me and then I could feel he's ready to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good because then it's dark. <laughs> and so I think that it just kind of connects with, the, you know, and, and adds mm-hmm. to the the element of it, the environment of the emotions and the everything that's happening. So it's like this mystery, this mysterious thing that's, I mean, obviously I know what it is, but it's a surprise, (laughs) but it's also, it's in the dark, you know, like he Uh doesn't need to see, he doesn't need to turn the lights on to see that I'm there or that he's grabbing the right person, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I can't really explain myself, but I I, I think I like that too, because it's like, it's nighttime, it's dark. I, I would prefer to have sex at night. I'm more of a night person than I am a morning person. I'm not very friendly in the morning. Hmm. I don't know anybody wants to have sex with me in the morning. Not nice. <laughs> Dan will get up and start singing songs, and I'm like, "Shut up! How are you talking? How does your brain function that early in the morning? Why are you talking to me? Like, and this is not sex. This is just 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 just, the, just, just normal human activity, you know, that you I don't agree with. <laughs> I don't like it. How Why? Dare it. But anyway, that's me. I'm a, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Sex. Cool, cool. In the dark. And in the dark. light. Or in the light. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, what do you have for fun fuck fact? So for today's fun fuck fact, I have an article on thegreatest.com called Come One, Come All, How to Spice Up Your Sex Life in 10 Days. Mm. It's written by Leanna Bass on August 30th, 2021, so very recently. Um, And I'm not going to read too much of it. I do want to start off with the very first paragraph, though, because it's what just sealed the deal for me, because it's really funny. (laughs) So whether you're getting busy with yourself, a partner, or multiple partners, sometimes sex gets stale. From busy schedules to evolving relationships to the giant cock block that was 2019 you may be in need of a sexual (laughs) recharge whatever you're into and whoever you're into it with our 10-day challenge is here to rev up your sex life asap grab your calendar and let's begin that's awesome so um i'll just tell you what she has on the different days obviously they're pretty self-explanatory but then you can go and read the article about what you know how to how to incorporate each one of them and day one through ten so day one is masturbate day two is communicate Day three is use toys. Day four is dirty talk. Day five is porn. Day six is intimacy. Day seven is foreplay. Day eight is leave the bedroom. Day nine is switch positions. And day 10 is play a game. Mm. So I will put this up on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing them lately. You have. You have. You've been good about it. Points for it. (laughs) So, but again, it was, uh, it's on greatest.com. It's called Come One, Come All, How to Spice Up Your Sex Life in 10 Days. That's awesome. Those all sound really fun. I like it. I know. I think they are. I'm. It's interesting. I'll see what 10 days of this plan can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Well, um, like we said, this book wasn't very long. I think we, I mean, beginning to end told you exactly what this book was about. Sex was good. Yeah. And yeah, we recommend it. I, I did enjoy it. So... You want to rate? Sure. Yeah. Wow, this episode went quick. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's happened sometimes. It does. It does. All right. Are you ready? 
Sure. Se- sex in the book. Sex in the book. All right. Ready? And one, two, three. Eight. Nine. Mm. And seven. Six. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think we explained it already by our description of the book and the discussion why it's a why we gave it the ratings we did. Personally, that fucking description of the penis really talked it up for me. I loved it so much. It <laughs> the was penis so great. The description was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, you know, read it for that for that alone. You'll it is totally worth yeah, it. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, Ariel's a good writer. She's Yeah. We should have we said her name more than once. We should reiterate Ariel Marie's the author. <laughs> yeah. She's she's a really good writer mm-hmm. and the book is well written and flows and it's it's good. It's just, you know, wolves are not my jam. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do. Ariel, you're right. Ariel's writing is fantastic. She's got really good thought process. Her like we said even before, the way that she executed from beginning to end, it was just the perfect way a novella or a short story, whatever this is, should be written. It was perfect. But yeah, wolves just aren't our thing. We just haven't found the right wolf yet. You know, yeah. don't know what it is. But I do still recommend it. And I do too. Yeah, it was a fun read. It was. And I've liked other books by her that I've read. So she's Yeah, she's, is she part she's of the there. Coven? The, not the Coven, she, the Midnight Coven? Yeah, the Coven. Yes, yeah. She was one of the authors for the Midnight Coven books. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we really liked those. Well, you know, it's nice to see diverse characters. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, uh, what are we doing next episode? All right, so for our next book, we are going to read Love and Other Wild Things by Molly Harper, narrated by Jonathan Davis and Amanda Ronconi. This is the second book of the... Guess Mystic Bayou. Thank you. I didn't write it. I'm down. so fucking happy to be back at the Mystic Bayou. You want to live there? This is where we go. I don't know why I don't live there. Yeah. Do you know what is wrong? Do you know if this book is about a different set of characters or is it still the dragon and the sheriff? Not the sheriff. The FBI oh, it's agent? different. The the lady. I don't remember any of their it, names. <laughs> um. She was, yeah, she worked for some agency. I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, he was the sheriff. He was the sheriff. Yeah. But no, this is, di- these are two new happily ever after characters. Okay. You know? Okay, cool. Yeah. But still within Mystic Bayou. But it's in Mystic Bayou. So yes. we're probably still going to meet the sheriff and his lady <laughs> and, you know, other people from town that we, because we liked a lot of the people in the town. Yeah. A lot of the people were, yeah. And, and it was funny. I like the uh, funny books. So this one should be good. Yeah. Yeah. So join us for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the meantime, please feel free to reach out and tell us what you think and join our conversations about fun, sexy things. You can find us on most social media platforms at Shh Dirty Books. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Not really TikTok. <laughs> that was hard. I don't understand. <laughs> too much work Mm -hmm. um but all in those places it's dirty books with three three h's in sh or you can email us directly at dirtybooks at gmail.com and you can visit our our website at dirtybooks.com and now spotify apparently and other places you can find podcasts right so we're now on spotify so that's a thing we kept for a long time we said we weren't there but now we are there so they we're there (laughs) hey guys yeah and if you can uh, click on any of those places that you can rate review subscribe that'd be wonderful and thank you so much jim townsend for the music and uh yeah hey i think we're closing out early guys uh thanks for joining us this is saylet and this is kalina and we'll see you later bye-bye bye yeah you've been listening to Sh- reading dirty books with kalina and saylet be sure to tune into the next episode 
me some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. 